0: hello everyone happy monday thanks for tuning in to talk bookish to me the podcast where readers gather to talk about books share recommendations and chase that five-star feeling i'm your host gwen and today i'm joined by Lainey. we're here to chat about books that will keep you up past your bedtime whether it's scary or just too good to put down you know what i'm talking about those just one more chapter books Hi,
1: I am Lainey, um, also known as Lainey Lainey on all the social media channels that I have. Um, so in my day job, I am an analyst at University of Orlando. So I like am really into entertainment and theme parks and things like that. But in my spare time, mm-hmm. I review books and I do this on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. I love to combine my data skills that I use at work to tracking all of my book stacks and uh, the social media analytics that go into this as well. So it's it's kind of fun to like mesh both of my worlds together. But books are not the only things I review. So you can also find content, uh, like I said, in the pop culture. But I also like to touch a lot on traveling with a disability since I have to use a wheelchair or an ECV when I have to walk along Places, so we're trying to open up that visibility as well. I know that's kind of random, but that that is kind of a niche that we're into. And um, also, my brother Marshall and I will do a book podcast every month called Elated Geek, where we talk about books that we've been reading, and uh, we do like a monthly wrap up. And in the past, we've done like some TV rewatching podcasts, so.
0: That's also something we do as well. So that's I me. Love Hi. That. So glad to be here. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you. We actually met through our online book club and I think you've like watched my channel and stuff, um, too, but I'm just yes. so happy to have you on here and to finally like be talking to you like face to face. It's so great. <laughs> um, I just wanted to tell my listeners that the number one way that you can support this podcast and me right now is by joining my Patreon I know I mention it a lot, but honestly, if you're a fan of this podcast or my YouTube channel, you're gonna wanna check it out. Essentially, it's a membership platform that provides me with a monthly income, very small monthly income, but a monthly income nonetheless, um, by providing you with extra like rewards and perks. If you wanna hang out with me while I watch a movie, Join Patreon. Do you want mini book reviews for every single book that I read every single month? You have to join Patreon. You want bonus episodes, seasonal playlists, milestone pins, behind the scenes content, whether it be podcast related or life related. Okay. You need to join my Patreon. It's $5 a month. That's like one coffee at Starbucks. I mean, like, come on. (laughs) Um, We have a Discord where we basically can chat about anything and everything. And I'd love to see my little Patreon community grow and thrive. I hope you guys decide to join us. Um, It's a really fun time over there. Everybody is super nice, super welcoming. We have the best time. It's like they're my besties, you know? Um, I have a link in the show notes always. So it's so easy to sign up and I hope to see you guys over there. So before we get started with today's episode, though, let's ask Lainey some questions. These are like some of my favorite part of the podcast because I get to know my guests, but also my listeners get to know my guests. So I like these. And I was so excited when you talked about your five star read. So what's the last book you gave five stars to? The, uh, the last one was Something
1: Wilder by Christina Lauren. Um, I love Christina Lauren so much and this book was just the perfect mix of a romance but also a mystery and it takes place like in cowboy country and I love that kind of thing because I worked at a a western camp for a few years so I kind of really connected with what they were doing in the book even though that's not like you know the basic of the book. It is a component and I could not put it down. I read it in like a day and I was just so happy when I finished it. It was one of those books that you just want to immediately read again when you are done reading it. So yes, definitely recommend this book.
0: I was so happy to hear that that was your last five-star read because um, (laughs) that's going to be the very next podcast episode. Lauren and I are reading it for the podcast. The full book discussion will be um, scheduled for June 13th. I have already read it myself. I'm trying to contain my thoughts and my feelings and my star rating. Um, but yeah, it's super full of adventure. It's kind of like I would definitely recommend it to people that like romance. But I think, like, if you don't typically like romance because you're like, oh my gosh, two people fall in love and oh my gosh, that's it. I mean, it definitely offers more than that. And I think that's where its strength lies. But plus, I'm a big fan of Christina Lauren. So yeah, I'm just really excited. <laughs> I totally agree. So my brother is the same way, and
1: off, like after I read a book, I will like hand it off to him and say you'll want to read this. And he doesn't like romance in general, unless it's something like that where the biggest plot is not romance; it's something else, but there's romance thrown in. So I think this is what he's going to read. to I think I? told him, like, immediately after I was done. you need to do this. Read this book
0: now. (laughs) Nice. Um, So, what book has been on your TBR the longest, and why haven't you read it yet?
1: This was Mm -hmm. really hard for me. Although, I... And most of your podcasts, I think people say that it's very yeah. hard for them because they have to like <laughs> go back and look. But my problem was I have a very bad habit of buying Kindle books when I get those like emails that are like here's the dollar ninety nine deals, and so I have a whole lot of Kindle books that I haven't read. Um, but I'm also right now prioritizing physical books because I'm doing uh, Jackie's uh, reading to zero challenge, and uh, so my focus is really more on the physical book. So all my Kindle books are, like, not
0: getting They're a lot collecting of electronic uh, dust. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so I think next year I will focus on that. But anyway, the oldest one I have on Kindle is Turtles All the Way Down by John Green, and I bought it in 2019 and still haven't read it. So um, I am... I'm going I'm going to read it, especially because I just heard you talk about it in your mental health podcast. And I was like, oh, well, now I have more incentive to read this book now that I know a little bit more about it.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because that is I love John Green. He's like, one of the YA authors that I still will read. I mean, I know he writes adult and young adult, but I don't read much young adult anymore. But if he does write a young adult, I will read it just because I think his characters are really cool. I love the way he writes. I love the way he crafts a story. I like how he mi- mixes different elements. That one also has kind of like a little bit of mystery thrown in there too. So it has lots of layers to the story. So yeah, I was gonna ask you if you still- planned on reading it. So I'm really excited to hear that you are. <laughs> all right, our next question is a pick your poison. And you can tell me what your favorite book of all time is. Or you can tell me who your favorite author is. Uh,
1: it was very hard for me to figure out my favorite book of all time. So I had to choose author. <laughs> and um, my favorite author right now is Riley Sager. And it, it doesn't matter what he's written, I will I will pick it up. It doesn't matter. Um, so the one I'm looking forward to this year is The House Across the Lake, which comes out I think next month, I think is what yeah. it comes out. Um, like but one my one. favorite I know, right? <laughs> I, I love that he comes out with one every year. Like always yeah. makes me happy, right around summertime. You look forward to it. Uh, my, my favorite is Home Before Dark, and, um, of course, I have to share, like, another weird working story. Like, I love it. I has his work, right? Um, so I worked at the Winchester Mystery House as a tour guide very briefly, um, so I can relate to the whole creepy haunted house experience that that, that was about. Um but yeah i've noticed that most of the books that i really truly connect with are ones that have uh, to do with working experiences or things that i've come across in my life maybe that's true for everyone okay so that might be where <laughs> that you connect to those things more but i think yeah for me a lot of it is about like places i've worked um yeah life this experience one, ooh, Yes, life experience.
0: <laughs> I think that's very cool. I think that's such, it sounds like such an interesting job. Did you ever get, like, spooked on the job? Um, Yes, that is why I don't work there anymore. <laughs> like, that's why I worked there
1: for a week. <laughs> right. Basically, basically, yes, it was very spooky. And, um, yeah, I saw some weird things happening, like, in there. They give, like, Friday the 13th tours. I don't know if they do it anymore because it's been so long, but oh wow (laughs) it's very freaky
0: (laughs) oh it's like on the outside like not doing it I'm like oh my gosh that would be such a cool thing but then I like try to really put myself in that situation and I'm like run run far away (laughs) yeah I mean when you're in that house by yourself and you're like trying to learn your uh tours
1: I got freaky with other people not so bad by yourself no
0: Also, of course, Riley Sager, huge fan, love him as well, have read everything, I'm highly anticipating The House Across the Lake, that is going to be one of the books for the book discussion this summer in August, so excited for it, um, I'll read anything that he writes, I know I'm gonna like some more than others, but, you know, isn't that the case with everything, so, huge fan, are you currently reading anything?
1: I, I am currently reading, uh, an art copy of Bridget Kemmerer's forging silver into stars, which I uh, got an advanced copy from Bloomsbury. Uh, but it comes out the first week in June. I think it's uh, like the, seventh. And, um, honestly, like the more I read from her, the more I cannot wait to get the next book and the next book and the next book. And I follow her on TikTok, and she's really cool. Um, I really enjoy her as a person and an author. Um, This particular book is kind of like a YA fantasy. It is very large. It's 560 pages, but I feel like I'm just charging through this book, and it does have to do with characters from the Curse Breaker series, so if you're familiar with that, you'll probably like this book as well, but also you don't have to read that in order to know what's happening in this, so... Good and bad. But it it is so far, like, I, I just cannot get enough of it. I know the minute I put it down, I'm going to be like, where's the next book? Give it to me now.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, that's great. When you get books like that. I love those. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently reading Breathless by Amy McCulloch, which was my pick for Book of the Month for May. It was the thriller pick. Um, and I wasn't sure I hadn't heard anything about it. But I read the synopsis I was like, okay, it sounds good. Love me a good isolation story, snowy conditions. Let's do this. Um, essentially, it's about a journalist seeking an interview with an internationally famous mountaineer. Um, And this mountaineer is on his last leg of a record-breaking series of summits. So Charles McVeigh is on the brink of climbing the last of 14 mountains in the world that stand taller than 8,000 meters. And he's doing this without supplemental oxygen, alpine style, all in a single year. So if he does this, then it'll be in a year he's accomplished all of this and that's like unheard of so meanwhile the journalist Sicily um, her only climbing like experience is this failed climb that she she was doing really well and then something happened she started freaking out and she backed out of that so she ended up writing like a blog post about it and then that got media attention and then she got hired on this like magazine to write about stories so she's kind of trying to get an exclusive interview with him and he's only gonna give it to to her um if she follows him on the summit on this like mountain. Um that's all I really know so far. And this is a fiction story. It sounds like it could be something like real, oh, it right? Does. But
1: it's a fictional it really story.
0: <laughs> um, oh my goodness. Yeah I'm only like 100 pages in so far and to be completely honest it is fairly slow paced which I'm surprised about because I mean I did just technically get to the mountain. So I think that now it's gonna hopefully the action will pick up because I had to set out the characters and the little team that they're taking and the mountain and the area and all that. Um, But basically the thriller part comes in they're supposed to be like this killer on the mountain because before they set off for the mountain uh, not a climber that was in their team but another climber like there was an accident and um Cicely doesn't think it was an accident. She thinks someone took him out. And then they, they're they like, Well, he's not in our group. Are we doing this or not? Okay, we're doing this. Let's get up on the mountain. And then um, according to the synopsis, someone else dies, and then they start saying, like, okay, what's going on here? So I think that's what it's gonna be about. I'm looking forward to the pace to pick up because number one, you think just it would be exciting, like the adventure that these characters are gonna go on, but then also like a killer possibly being on the loose, you would think that would be exciting. Not exciting so far, but interesting. And the mountain climbing, I mean, you don't have to know anything about mountain climbing to like enjoy this. The author does a really good job of like telling you everything you need to know without making it boring. So love that. Interesting.
1: I got this actually as well from Book of the Month this month. So I'll be interested to hear what you think. Uh because I like even just reading the synopsis was like, hmm, I don't really get what this is about, but it sounds interesting, so
0: pick this one up, yeah. Yeah, so so far so good. Um, did you pick anything else for May or did you just get the one?
1: I also got part of your world, uh by Abby I can't remember her last name. Jimenez. Yes.
0: Okay. Abby Jimenez. <laughs> I didn't get that one. I got the new Nina LaCour. oh it was So good. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) um, as you guys know, it's a tale as old as time. You pick up a book, intending to read a chapter or two before bed. But then you feel powerless to put the book down. You keep promising yourself just one more chapter, and then I'll go to bed. But before you know it, you're finishing the book, and the sun is coming up. Your Your day may be wrecked, but you know it was worth it finding yourself powerless to put down a book because you're dying to find out what happens next. Let's dive right in with some recommendations. What do you have for us, Lainey?
1: well i wanted to start with your basic mystery thriller book just to kind of ease into this whole thing so the first book i have is the overnight guest by heather gutenkopf so the setting of this place uh the the setting of this book takes place during a blizzard so it's like the perfect thing to read during january during a rainstorm i live in florida so we don't get snow Um, (laughs) but a rainstorm works um it is like kind of a true crime writer and she is in a house uh that she uh, that used to be the site of like a, a murder and i won't tell you how grisly this murder is but she's doing a lot of research for her book it's very like um <laughs> it's very like sinister almost. So she is at the house, she's doing research for the book and she goes outside during the snowstorm and she finds a child next to a fence. And um, then she kind of brings the child in with her and it all just snowballs from there, pardon the pun. Mm -hmm. But there's this really intense situation about who is this child? Where did the child come from? And on top of that, it's kind of like a, past and present perspective as well where uh, they tell you what happens in the house. Um, they kind of tell you this other weird story and then they tell you what's happening to her and it all kind of connects. And there are all these twists. I never saw it coming and it was fantastic. And what was weird was I had heard nothing about this book before it came out. And I happened to just see it on that galley and was like, yeah, let's try this one. And Oh, amazing. I will read more by this author. She is
0: fantastic. That's awesome. One thing that I really like that I see you doing on like TikTok and then you'll repost it on Instagram sometime is you do like five reasons why to read a book. I love that. So if you guys like that, you definitely have to, I'm going to link all of her socials, of course. So check those in the notes of today's show. But as she reads books, I guess ones that you really like, I don't know if you do it for all of them, but you also do it for movies and stuff I've noticed too. Yes, I do. I started
1: doing that on TikTok lately. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So she does like five reasons why you need to read this book or you should read this book or whatever. And they're so entertaining. Mm -hmm. I love them. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm so glad people like this because I came up with it one
1: time, like, how can I do videos without talking? And so then, you know, you do the TikTok point, you know, yeah. you got the words on the screen. But then I thought, we should just do this with everything. Like, th- this is great. Then <laughs> people can just be like, real quick, why should I do this? So I know that in doing so, people will find things that they, you know, might not necessarily know about. But, like, you'll they'll see that one thing that they're connected to and be like, I want to read that or I want to watch that. So. Yeah, like that buzzword that pulls
0: them in. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All right, so my first recommendation, I mean, hear me out, guys. This is a chunker. It's 500 plus pages, but it's Billy Summers by Stephen King. And I know you're thinking, what, Gwen? No, I am not. Okay, number one, it's not a horror book, so you're not seeing up for that reason. It's just a wonderful mix of great characters and a super intriguing plot about a killer for hire who's the best in the business, who is hired for one last job to take down a bad guy. And I don't know, like I, it's so funny. I started, I think last year maybe on this like Stephen King journey. And I say journey and this is probably like, I've only read like four books or five books. So it's not like a super long journey, but it's a journey nonetheless. But dude, I picked this up at random because it was like his newest release last year or whatever. And I was like, okay, let's do this. I loved it so much and it's crazy because I was reading it and I was really, really enjoying it and then something happened like, uh, like maybe halfway through, maybe not quite halfway through, maybe like a third through, completely changed the game and I loved it more. I was like, how is this happening? So to date, it is my favorite Stephen King. However, I have yet to read a horror by Stephen King. So there's that. Um... But the main character, Billy Summers, he's a decorated Iraq War vet. He's a Houdini when it comes to vanishing after the job is done. Um, So like, what could possibly go wrong? You know, (laughs) Um, this book definitely, definitely had me hooked from the beginning. And um, I don't think it's overly descriptive as like King is known to sometimes be. Um, And like I said, I'm pretty sure this is my favorite. Um, And I devoured this one like so fast. I think I read it in like, Two days, maybe like a day and a half. Like, you know, I mean, I just read it so fast. And I think if you get towards the end, you're just gonna want to know how it ends. And I think even if it's not like completing the book, I think there will definitely be nights that you are awake turning the pages <laughs> early in the morning because it's just that good. I have never read any Stephen King, but I feel like if this was my
1: entry point. I would probably read more, so I think I'm going to pick this up for sure, just based on your recommendation. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, my next book is uh, a book called Burn Down, Rise Up, and this is by Vincent Torado. When I first came across this book, it was being billed as Stranger Things meets Get Out, and it's a YA horror about an urgent urban legend game situation so it's a combination of all the things like I love in my life so I was like I have to read this book right so I mean it's, it's a book about a competition so any book about a competition I will immediately it goes on my TBR list um, because I feel like those are the types of books too that will kind of keep you going right because you're going yeah. through the whole game situation um, so there are people that go missing and the main characters have to play this game in order to bring their loved ones back but what is really interesting is that there's a lot of background about the Bronx and pieces of history that, like, I had never really heard about that kind of go into the events of the game. But there's also some truly scary things that happen in this book, which scared me uh, quite a bit, especially when I was reading it at night, and the descriptions will not leave you. Okay, so you will be thinking about this book for, like, days after. But the I read the prologue, and the prologue just has, like, a mini snippet about what the game is, and I was like, I'm done. I am reading the rest of this book right now. I cannot put it down. And it was so great. And I had never read anything by this author before. And I feel like uh, this
0: author needs a little bit more hype. It's interesting, I've never heard of the author or this book, but I love Stranger Things. I love Get Out. I'm not like a super fan of like YA, like I was saying at the beginning, but I do love urban legends and I do love games. So you just sold me, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> even though it's YA. Like if I li- <laughs> Luckily, if my library does not have a copy, I can request them to get a copy. So really Excellent. looking forward to reading this Great. one now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is so, it sounds so good. Yeah,
1: yeah, I can't believe like it got a lot of hype right now. Thank goodness it's starting to get there. But at the beginning, no one was talking about this book. So I'm really glad I just picked it up on a whim. Like, yes, share it with all of you.
0: Yeah, that's so awesome. Okay, the next one I want to recommend, I've talked about this one before, but it's just so freaking good, you guys. It's Jar of Hearts by Jennifer Hillier. This is a great like thriller recommendation that I would say like if you're if you've never read a thriller before this is great for you as a beginner but it's also really good for like veterans that you know are looking for something different they're tired of the same tropes over and over and over again but just be warned it does have some darkness to it um it was so dark and gruesome at times I was like where is this going and also the timeline kept shifting but it wasn't like a confusing time change or anything like that that's why I said I think beginners could still really enjoy it because I hate like when time you're like what day is it has time passed what's going on but um just definitely like look up content warnings if you're sensitive to like anything basically um the pacing was great the characters were like purposeful you know and the twists and the reveals were like so well timed and it wasn't just like you read the whole book and then bam at the end you get this huge reveal like there were little things throughout and like little surprises that just like kept you on your toes um but basically it's a story of like three best friends one who was murdered one who went to prison and the one who's been searching for the truth all of these years so good definitely could not put this one down when i started it
1: i totally agree this book is such a good book to start out if you haven't done a lot of thriller because it's like such a simple read but so fast and oh geez that twist (laughs) crazy (laughs) a lot of times, you know, thrillers, like, kind of meld into each other after a while, but mm-hmm. this one did not. This no. one, I can distinctly remember how that ended. Totally yeah. This is one that definitely sticks with you. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> um, so I know I've been talking about a lot of new stuff. I think all of my stuff is new. I love that. Uh, for the books. Okay, cool. Um, This one is called Hidden Pictures. It's by Jason Rakulak think that is how you say it i was trying to look it up but we'll just say it's rack for now <laughs> um so the author is new to me and the summary made me want to pick it up right away the main character whose name is mallory she's just out of rehab and she is recommended to take a job taking care of a five-year-old boy and he is a total sweetheart you love him from the get-go he's got amazing drawing skills but then she finds these drawings that have turned kind of creepy and um they may have a connection to this urban legend this woman who has died and um so i originally got this book from netgalley as well but i had heard about it and the only way that i could get it was audio so the minute that they sent it to me i like listened to it in a day and it was so amazing and such a good story but I will say after a little while I got sent the book because I'm doing a book tour which is happening in a couple days it's like towards the end of the month I think and I found that if you get the physical book there are actual pictures it's illustrated with like all these drawings they talk about in the book and I said oh goodness I might have to read this again because the pictures when I looked at them were so creepy and add that next level danger feeling of what is happening in this book. Oh my (laughs) god! So, um, if you're going to read this book, definitely get the physical copy. Uh, but, oh, this book is so breathtakingly crazy. I, I could not believe some of the things happening, I can guess endings pretty well. I did not guess this one at
0: all. Oh, it's super, super good. Super good. I was so excited that you wanted to recommend this one because um at the beginning of the year you know everybody's compiling their list of like most anticipated reads of the year and this was one of mine not one that I officially put in the podcast episode where I talked about my anticipated releases but like it was definitely on my radar and I was like I'm not gonna pre-order it I've never read anything by this author and sometimes just the synopsis sounds really good but you don't really know how the execution is gonna be but I have heard so many people say that this is good and this is one more person telling me that it's an awesome book and I should definitely pick it up because just the creep like it talked about in the synopsis that he does draw the creepy things but then I have seen people flip through and like show some of the creepy drawings and I'm like this is definitely one you need the physical and the audio for (laughs) yes both oh I'm excited about that one so I'm hoping to read that one possibly this fall because I think it'll be like extra creepy Oh,
1: yes. It will be, yes. <laughs> I think because it does take place, like, around the fall time in the book, though, perfect.
0: Nice. And it also had, like, little, like, symbols on the cover or something, too. Mm-hmm. I think... Yeah. yeah, I think it does. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about that. That's exciting you got sent the book and you got to see that, though, because maybe you would have missed out. Like, I'm so glad right. you got to see that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love when books do, like, that little extra push, you know? Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, My next recommendation... Also very dark book, Um, straight up, if you like books about creepy kids, this is a must read. I won't ever stop recommending it because it's just that good. Um, If you haven't had luck with the creepy kid trope before, I would say still like check this one out because I have read quite a few um, that I have enjoyed, but nothing measures up to the perfect child. Um, Like I said before, warned that this book is dark and disturbing, I would say even more so than Jar of Hearts for me personally, because some of the things that it talked about, like, you know, or like content warnings for me personally. Um, But it's a page turning suspense about a young couple desperate to have a child of their own. um, And the unsettling consequences of getting what they always wanted. I haven't read any Lucinda Berry, but I
1: keep hearing you and some other people in the book club talking about it. And so I think I finally got the newest one that is Just Now Out, I think, Under Her Care. Under Her Care, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, so that one I just got, and um, I haven't read it yet, but I am slowly accumulating a few on Kindle that I'm probably going to end up reading, but uh, no, I think this, this is a good one. I'm going to have to add this one to my list too.
0: I think what made it so good is that yes, it is about like the creepy kid trope and stuff like that. But it also has to do with like fertility and this couple that has like a seemingly perfect life, but they can't have kids on their own. So they're leaning towards adoption. But then this girl comes into the hospital where they both work. He's a surgeon. She's like an ER nurse, I think or something. And, um, he like the, father does like a surgery on her elbow or something like that and then she's about to go into the foster care system because they haven't really tracked down like her her family like her parents or her family or anything but they're like we don't want her to go in foster care why don't we just like foster her but then they like foster to adopt um so i really kind of liked that about it too but also like lucinda berry like she's a doctor she knows about this stuff she's studied and you know really spent a lot of her adult um hood like doing like studying childhood trauma and stuff like that so all of this stuff felt so authentic and not like glorified you know it just felt like wow this could really happen and this is freaking me out man so i like not only was it just like a a creepy book but also like it had so much like humanity Mm -hmm. and heart and like you could actually see it happening so So my next book is uh, This Might Hurt
1: by Stephanie Warble. Uh, I read Darling Rose Gold when that came out uh, a year or two ago, and that was my, I think it was her first book, but it was the first time I read her. And I really liked her writing style. So when she came out with this one, first off, the cover kind of intrigued me because it's like China and it's broken And there's like this nice rose pattern. So it's like this jump to position of like a delicate thing that's like totally broken. And that is kind of a very good synopsis of what this book is about, to be honest. So this is a book that kept me up for two distinct reasons. Number one, it's a mystery. And I really wanted to find out at the end what happens. But the second thing is it makes me cringe so badly because there are parts in this that were so like hmm, uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was it, have you read it? no but i want to okay Okay. so yeah um i I, it's really hard to describe everything like this book is about without totally giving it away because it's the story of someone who's trying to find her sister who has disappeared and then there's like a third point of view and i can't really tell anybody if this is the third point of view because it is kind of a spoiler because it doesn't tell you who it is as you're reading it and then you kind of get through it a little bit and you're like you realize who it is and then everything connects, right? So I, there is trigger warning. There is some body uh, horror in this. So if that is something that turns you off, this might not be a book for you, but there were definitely parts that I read and I was gasping out loud of, what was happening because it was semi horrific, um, but there is like a whole private island and there's kind of like a cult thing and then there's like really intense situations and I if you if you really like being in that uncomfortable and it like gives you that like thrill and rush then this is a good book to go. Um, if you haven't read a lot of thriller and horror, I I would steer a little clear of this first. Prepare yourself and then go into it. <laughs> nice, I love
0: that little warning. Like steer clear for just a little bit. then you can do it. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Yeah, I do want to read this. I didn't read Darling Rose Gold either. So I actually picked up a copy of that at the book exchange and I'm just going to like probably get this sometime later this year. um, And then probably read both because I have heard nothing but good things about Darling Rose Gold. And I'm so glad like you totally sold me on this one. I'm like, yes, I definitely need to read this one. The last recommendation I have for you rabbits by Terry miles and guys, This book not only consumes your like mind, but your time and it's just like, you get so obsessed with this. Like I said, even the act of reading the book, if that's not keeping you up past your bedtime, your thoughts, your theories about the book will. Um, this is a sci fi book. I don't read a lot of sci fi, but it's also like it's technically like a techno thriller, which is basically to me it means a technological thriller, so sci fi thriller. So I love like game type things. Like, you know, when you see the clock, and it's like 1111, and then you go to the grocery store, and your total is 1111. And you're like, what the heck, you start seeing like all these connections. That's kind of what this book is about. But it's also about this real life game at the same time, where you're just finding these connections. And all of these connections are clues. So It feeds into these, like, conspiracy theories, these seemingly random but connected things. Um, And it's about a vast secret game where their winners will supposedly win, like, untold riches um, and get their heart's desire and all of that. But I wasn't in it for that. I was in it, like... Is this a real game? Because I always, you know, like when you look at the clock and it's like 1234, I always look at it when it's like 1234. And I always look at it at like 1111. And there was also like, it's so random, but in the book by Colleen Hoover, um, all your perfects. Like I suffer from infertility and that's what that book is about. But like so many things when I was reading that book were happening at like the same time that real things in my life were happening. Like one of the important dates in there were like August 8th. And I think that was the anniversary of the couple in the book. And that's also me and my husband's anniversary. And like, there were just like so many things like how long they had been trying to get pregnant, like all of these little things that were, so I, do. I'm one of those people (laughs) that definitely pick up on those little things. And it was just so weird to like see that being used in a book about this like secret, like underground game that like, you don't even know if it's true, because like nothing's published about it, you know, like, and also there is a rabbits podcast, like a real rabbits podcast. It's kind of like connected to this in a way, but it's like a totally different story and stuff like that. I will say one of the most interesting things about reading this book is that our narrator, the main character is K, just the letter K, just, you know, letter K. And um, at first, I assumed that it was a female, because um, it was a female narrator. And I just assumed, like, I'm a girl, the girl's gr- the narrator's a girl, it's a girl that I'm reading about. But then it started getting into, like, flirtations and stuff like that with other girls. And I was like, oh, it has LGBT rep. And I was like, but wait a minute, does it? Because, like, they never said this was a girl. And then, so it just kind of made me think about, like, my own biases as well. Like, okay, so is K... Male, female, non-binary, like all of those things would be cool. I'm down for any of those, but like, which is it? And so even things outside of the book and the writing and the plot itself also just has you spinning your wheels like at all times. And I just, I would like text my friends and cause like my friend Jordan read it before me and I was like, are, am I not supposed to know if K like the sex of K, like, am I not supposed to know? And she was like, what are you talking about? It's a girl. I was like, how do you know that? And she was like, well, because the narrator. And I was like, but they didn't say she was a girl. (laughs) So, so even to this day, I still think about that. And I think it's like such an interesting choice. And if you Google it, like there are so many conspiracy people out there. They're like, it's a guy, it's a girl. Because I would say typically for like game centered books and like media movies, you know, all that, it usually is like a guy as the main character, like, but I'm a gamer girl, you're a gamer girl, we love gamer girls here. (laughs) But at the same time. It's like, why didn't they tell us? It's just another layer to the story. Um, But like I said, um, it's all about like finding the clues, making connections. But there's also like kind of like people missing at the same time. So it has a mystery as well. Um, It was very twisty. um, It had wonderful characters, lots of mystery. And oh, I just I still can't stop thinking about that book. It's so good. I rated it four stars because the ending did kind of fall apart a little bit for me. But that's, you know, I'm new to sci-fi, number one. And number two, like, what could the ending of this book possibly be? You know, like, there's only Mm -hmm. so many things. And, like, they could have picked whatever, and I wasn't going to be satisfied. I was just pissed it was over. Glad you picked this
1: book. Actually, I saw it on your list, and this was actually one of my alternates. And I was like, we get to have a discussion about rabbits. (laughs) I... Loved this book, too. And I find it so funny that you talked about how uh, Kay could be a girl and that you had to kind of be like, wait, what are my biases? So my brother and I had exactly the same discussion because he listened to it on audio and I read it. So I thought Kay was a boy and he thought Kay was a girl. And That's so we true. had this it's whole sweet. thing like... Wait, they never say that, do they? Like that's so crazy. Not to mention the fact that I actually went like a little too deep into this book and started googling monuments that are listed in the book, and yes. I pulled up pictures of them. Like, like there was one that they talk about where it's like a giant holding a car or something, and yeah. I like, googled that and I was like, wait, no, it's like this. No, it's like this. Like, it. You can go so deep into this book. It is. Fantastic. I, I, It's such a ride. Like, you just have to do it and just go along with it. Like, we call it Ready Player One, but, like, really, really intense.
0: Yeah, it's so... I don't know. I just think it is such a great book to have a discussion with. So if you have a chance, definitely read the book, but also like find other people that have read the book because everybody's going to want to talk about it because everybody's (laughs) going to have something to talk about in it. Because there's so many just like cool connections and links and things to think about outside of the book itself. Also, because then I'm like, is this real? Is there really? Like what? (laughs) It's so funny because after I finished reading the book, I was telling Jordan, I was like, But is this like one of you know how sometimes they'll publish those books that are really a game and they really do have like prizes that you can win. I was Mm -hmm. like, what if this is really a game right now? And I live in the area code 757. And when I was texting her, it was 757. And I was like, Jordan, it's happening. (laughs) (laughs) that is amazing (laughs) okay listeners we warned you these books are going to keep you up past your bedtime whether you're looking for an excuse to call into work i mean you know late take the day off who knows it's finally the weekend and you don't care about only getting a few hours of sleep or you have insomnia like i do these are the books that kept us up past our bedtime and i would love to hear some books that kept you guys up past your bedtime Thanks for hanging out with me today, Lainey. It was so fun and so good to have you on. A little bit worried about my sleep after this, (laughs) but you know, it all comes with being a reader. I think it's so amazing what a
1: good book will do for you. And I never regret the uh, time that you take to read a good book, even if it affects your sleep, uh, especially if it affects your mood. I think it's totally worth it. Um, but thank you so much, Gwen, for, I'm so glad I finally got to do this with you and share some of my recent reads. Um, but I think you've totally sold me on Lucinda Berry, and I just need to jump in and do it. Um, your podcasts are always so informative, and I always find something that I want to read in each one. So thank you so much
0: for having me on <laughs> that's so nice of you to say i love when guests have fun being on and i love when we just have great conversations like i said before um check out the notes of today's show for links to Lainey's social media and i'll have her podcast link down there um we're gonna list all of the books that we talked about don't forget follow me on instagram at talk bookish podcast and of course check out patreon linked in the show notes um if you have an extra moment today i would really appreciate your rating and review on apple Podcasts. and Spotify. If you have any questions about how to go about doing that and leaving a review um, on Instagram, there is a frequently asked questions highlight and it should tell you everything that you need to know. I try to make it as easy as possible for you guys because I appreciate your ratings and reviews. I hope you all have a lovely day. And as always, until next time, happy reading.